Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edward. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it was no different. And it fell to me to choose the game I chose. That name of a game, and it is... <laughs> what fell out of my head as soon as I started. Uh, it is Rabbit King of the Puzzles, King Rabbit Dash Puzzle. That's Puzzle. I feel like you should say that with like a slightly royal roll of the King, R. King Rabbit. <laughs> also sounds like a preparation of a, a rabbit, a rabbit dish, right? Ooh, I will have a King that Rabbit, would be, Yeah, like uh, Chicken a la King, except, you know, it's King Rabbit. <laughs> right. Uh, I feel like you'd be baked in cheese and breadcrumbs. But that doesn't sound good, though. Is Chicken a la King, is that known in England? I am familiar with the term, but I don't, I couldn't tell you what it is. It's essentially a chicken pot pie without the pot pie. Oh, like a worse pot pie. Exactly. It's like the stew inside, right? That's chicken a la king. Oh, huh. It's actually quite delicious. Yeah. I feel like surely having the pastry on top would make it, the the crown of pastry on top should make it. I know. Should make it the king. It should be the other way around. Make it the king, right? Yeah. Yeah. King of Rabbit dash Puzzle back on track uh, is well. It's been in development for a long time, but the recent updates to it. Uh, it is a 2021 puzzle action platformer from Rare Sloth. Uh, although they have been working on it since 20, uh, 2014, according to their website. So they have been uh, mulling it over and adding and thinking about it uh, for quite a while. Can I read you the Apple App Store description, Sam? Yes. Waiting on bated breath for this rabbit. <laughs> keep, keep waiting. Bait, baiting a rabbit? Is that, is that how you catch a rabbit? Hmm. It is hard want? to catch a rabbit because they're so quick and nimble. And small. You think of rabbits, they're pretty nimble. I do think of rabbits and I think they are quite nimble, but then they're also cute and fluffy and slow, so maybe they're... No, they're not slow. Not wild rabbits. Ah. Just the domesticated rabbits. What are we talking about? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> King Rabbit is an enjoyable way, enjoyable sound, uh, as a way to improve your logic and creativity. Uh, is the, uh, the jury still out on these mental puzzle game improvement PS? Yeah, uh, things, I think right? that seems like by and large mm. it makes no difference. It's kind of like it's kind of like I was going to say therapy, but therapy is actually beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> right, there is clinical trials that shows the benefits of it. But what was it called? Like logic, like brain. There was like a yeah, big Sudoku. thing like in the mid two thousands, right? Right, like the whole brain brain age thing, it actually doesn't benefit your brain. Like, sure, it keeps you keeps your brain busy, but I don't know if that actually has any sort of benefit to it. Um, But there is scientific proof where your fingers and stuff like that, your dexterity, is actually beneficial from games. Oh, I thought it was just carpal tunnel syndrome. I guess that's going Uh, too far in the other direction. Right, like if you do too much of it, but like you know, like your hand-eye coordination and like your motor controls, like. You can keep that afresh by playing games that involve, like, a controller. Well, that is good to know. After mm-hmm. all these years playing games, my dexterity is going to be through the roof. <laughs> Challenge yourself with puzzle and action levels. Get your creative juices flowing with the user-friendly level builder. The King Rabbit community is creating hundreds of new levels daily. Collect items, rabbits, and followers. Hop in! <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't like it when descriptions tell you how to feel. Like it's, it's enjoyable, Sam. <laughs> right? Are you not enjoying this? <laughs> it's an enjoyable game. You shall enjoy it. Enjoy it, Edwin. 
make sure you enjoy this game. Yes, yes. Uh, working with copywriters at work that definitely makes you way more um, attuned to how other people write copy and thinking about uh, words matter. Um, Don't you think oh. we should have like a pretty good list? I mean, by now we've read a lot of descriptions of App Store to each other. No I'm, less, yeah. I'm pretty sure we can come up with a basic rule set of mm-hmm. what is attractive and good about App Store descriptions. Like, just off the top of my head, don't do any updates as that description on top, right? Works with iPhone Max XS Plus. Or, like, the word discount now for limited time only. $2 off, right? Like, that is kind of useless. You can say that in other ways, right? Uh, yes, agreed. Uh, any kind of list, maybe? Well, if it's done it's well okay. and tastefully, I think a list is okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I think localization and native language is very important, right? That's Make true. sure it kind of like flows because you can yes. tell which ones are made in other countries and localized for like the U S market. Right. That is true. Yeah. Um, easy on the puns. I mean, I can't <laughs> believe I'm saying this, but I feel like wow. in a professional environments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopping is not, it's not gross like i feel hopping is fine right well that is what we're about to do with the review of this game sam let's hop in to king rabbit dash puzzle edwin do you remember what type of game this is called it's a japanese word a puzzle a puzzle action game oh yes i want to say a kojima game (laughs) i know that's not the right i know that's a person not a name of a game but that was what popped into my head that is moving boxes by carrying them on your back and walking them through <laughs> landscapes that are Ooh. foreign and Icelandic. Uh, no, acknowledge the, word- <laughs> the reference to Death Stranding. Is that right? Right. That Ooh, is the latest Kojima Productions game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, this game is very much like a Sokoban game, which we talked about <gasps> previously. Yes. What game was that that we played that was a Sokoban game? Um, oh, this is time for... Looking oh, through the archives. <laughs> yes, which happens seemingly every episode. Tomb Toad, I think, was one. Do, 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 looking, looking through the archives of our show. Do, yes, the gravity adventure. Yeah, but no, I know the one you're really thinking of. And that would be Pipe Push a Paradise. Oh, that's right. Pipe Push Paradise, yeah. So Sokoban Game is like a block-pushing game, and I think this game is definitely based on top of that, where... You move your character, and your character roughly takes the space of one grid. There are yeah, lots of things. Yeah, that's quite a big rabbit, now that I think about it. It's essentially the size, it's the the size, size of the tree. It's the size as a tree or <laughs> a, a wooden box. Wooden crate. Yeah. Large wooden crate. But fun fact about rabbits, Edwin. Do you know that they don't have any limiters in terms of how big they grow? Meaning so you're this that... this game is accurate. They could grow to the size of a tree. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying, fun fact about rabbits is that they can just keep growing. Like, they don't have a set size to which they grow till. That's so kind of horrifying. I've known, I've known people that own rabbits as pets and have owned them for, like, over 10 years. And they are, like, the size of medium-sized yeah, I've dogs. I've seen an internet meme of a giant <laughs> rabbit. Yes. Right? Is that what I'm thinking of? Okay. Oh. But yeah, like mm-hmm. the reason why that they don't normally get to that size is because they're usually eaten by predators or 
Oh, right. Or, or, or farm, in, farm to table restaurants. Or put in a king rabbit dish, <laughs> which is baked with cheese and breadcrumbs. <laughs> now, so yes, I would agree with you. This is very much the soccer band game. Uh, but there is another element to it, which is sort of like a action puzzler, or uh, as they say in the description, which I think adds an interesting twist on your traditional soccer band game. Because there are timing-based uh, parts of the level. Yeah, there's like a buzzsaw that moves around. There's a platform that disappears after a certain amount of time. There are moving blocks and levers that you need to time across to to stand on to get across to certain things. Spiky blocks. Spiky blocks, yeah, that come up from the ground and might might spike you. And you'll get chased sometimes with demons. Mm. (laughs) So there's a lot going on. Yeah, I didn't get that far, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I thought it was quite a well done blend of sort of two two genres because um, I think you would you uh, you would tend to say that you wouldn't expect to see a timing based uh, element of or timing based strategy in a soccer band game. Yeah, that'd be more logic and puzzles, and you can take your time to carry boxes back and forth to your heart's desire. Right, and this is more of a you know there's like a big combination of things that you can do. Um, there are even like power ups to your main character, which normally isn't really available and in Sokoban games. Where I think in this this game, if you have like you, every once in a while, you can pick up a fire crown, which allows you to then burn away obstacles that are made of wood or something like that. That is quite a fun power up. I enjoy that because uh, you you are wearing a flaming crown, right? And it's interesting because like you can push through a metal box that won't burn. Uh, and have and use that to your capability in some way. Like if you push a metal box, maybe that metal box would then move to the next block. Whereas like if you if you try and push a wooden block, it would burn instead. Uh, and sometimes you might need that wooden box. So it it makes a lot more room than your regular conventional Sokoban games, where it's just pure logic, right? Yeah, yeah. I kind of I I thought that was very uh, skillfully done. I also like the attention to detail. There's like a uh, there is a lot going on. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite things, which is simultaneously my favorite thing, but also my ups- most upsetting thing is, I know, Sam, have you ran your rabbit into an obstacle before, like a, a tree or a box? Because mm. it's... Mm, I don't remember. <laughs> the animation is just both uh, accurate and upsetting. <laughs> let me check. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh dear! Yeah. <laughs> right, <I'm> just... <laughs> the side view is really the best to to do this in, right? Right, because yes. you you totally see the full effect of the whiplash that's happening to your poor rabbit as you ram him. Oh or gosh! Yeah. To uh, I guess it is a him because it's a king, right? Yeah. See, I would call it a royalty rabbit myself, but very well. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's very much like a headbutt and then a whiplash back, back. In a quite upsetting fashion <laughs> <laughs> no quit hitting yourself quit hitting yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, so that's very, very cute. good but i think that is indicative of kind of the level of care and attention that they've put into this game if there's like a lot of uh just yeah details and it just feels great i do like the controls they're snappy and responsive i don't think 
even you know despite being like some uh timing based gameplay uh, i was never too frustrated that i couldn't uh move the way i wanted to um right so that worked worked very well it is very good but there were a lot of times where i felt like you know the entire map is usually a little island that's in the middle of the water for some reason and i felt like because it was in the in the water you know you can easily fall off the sides of the island and that would allow your rabbit to die, which is totally unintentional, but it also doesn't serve in the puzzle aspect of the the mapper level, meaning once that happens, you kind of have to start all over when you might have not intended to. That is true. Uh, So I, I wish like there were just some fencing around the islands on which like, you know, you weren't supposed to go, which I think could have just prevented a lot of like redos from... right. As a homeowner oh, with small children, I can imagine uh, you could think mm. simply these things would stand out to you as things you should fix. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Dear Lord, put some fencing around your <laughs> your island. Yes. Um, Sam, how did you get on with this game? Uh, I I liked it. So there were parts of it that I really thought was really creative. So I like the pat. I like the fact that this is by and large a Sokoban game. Uh, and allows you to kind of really solve uh, in ways that you have to think about it a little bit in order for you to do it. Uh, for example, um, and at the same time, it still gives you like an easy way out, right? Like it, you can just go to the little portal at the level to finish it right away. Uh, but in order to try and do everything, you need to get all three coins that are located somewhere on that map. Got to collect your stars. Got to collect your stars. And in order to do that, you know, I think that's what determines what like a level's difficulty. Like if you want to get all the gold, then that's probably going to be the maximum difficulty of that level. Uh, and so I like that variability. Um, I thought that was pretty cleverly well done. If you're just in it for, okay, I just want to get to the next one, you can easily do that. Just find your way to the portal and get in there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I like that aspect. There are definitely some other aspects that I kind of didn't like. Um, that realms that that goes around like the monetization of it and just the general feeling of how everything is packaged up. Uh, but we can get into the details of that later. Mm. Shall we get to the three by threes then? Let's get to the three by threes, Edwin. Three chicken a la kings. Okay, never mind. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> a rabbit a la king. Uh, and three... Mixomatosis. Yeah. <laughs> That's upsetting. Uh, we mentioned it before, but uh, the, just the attention to detail, everything about this is just very nicely packaged. Um, the design and the look of it is great. You could definitely see this being just like a pixel, a sort of an 8-bit pixel kind of game or a, a visual style, and which is, you know, fine, but it's nice that uh, they've not gone with it. Uh, Sam, how would you describe the visual style of this? Like a high-poly? Yeah. This is a vector. I think it's like a vector-based game, um, which, you know, it's just another way of saying, like, it's kind of probably uses, like, the same thing as, like, a pixel-based game, but rather than using, like, blocky pixels, it's actually nice, clear, Mm -hmm. like, vector shapes, uh, which look really nice, you know? Yeah, and I imagine, like, it looks really nice on, like, other phone screens very easily as well. Uh, so yeah, I really liked it. I think there is enough sort of cartooniness, but at the same time, it's not like pixely. Um, yeah. So it lended itself to like a, a nice little look that was cute and adorable. 
Uh, and there's this there's great attention to detail, like <laughs> as mentioned, when you hit into a side, your little rabbit head jerks back. <laughs> mm. uh, upsetting yet accurate fashion. Um, yeah, it just so plays with, nicely, yeah. with vector graphics, like I think animations are done. Mm. You can do animations a little bit better, right? Because you have the ability to to time things and move things around a little bit with more more fluidity rather than yes. hand pixeling like and the the animation of the different frames so that lended itself to a lot of like smooth animations and transitions which was nice give me them smooth animations <laughs> <laughs> uh the second thing that i liked is that this is by and large a sokoban game right with little touches and improvements uh that really lends itself to uh d- being able to do more things not just like pushing blocks around so I really like that aspect. It kept it interesting. It kept it fresh. Um, but yeah, like if you like Sokoban games, like I definitely check this out. Yeah, I agree. I like the uh, addition of the um, yeah, having like some action, action and timing based elements instead of just being pure a pure puzzle, um, which kept things interesting for me. I think if it had just been pure puzzle, I would have maybe mm, yeah bounced off it a little bit, but. The action is just enough to keep you entertained, uh, running away from those pesky uh, uh, buzzsaws. Uh, kept, it, kept it fresh, and uh, I enjoyed kind of figuring out the levels. Then also the levels are short enough that you don't get too frustrated um, if you do end up jumping off an island without a fence. Yeah, I just enjoyed playing through it. There's the, the last thing that I really liked about this game is that there are, there's a lot of stuff to do. So not only do you have your <laughs> main is. campaign of going through and playing through all the levels. There's actually like an online hub world that you can go where you can see other rabbits that are online, which means Mm -hmm. like other players. You can sort of like kind of communicate with them, see different skins. There's a ton of different skins that there's like a marketplace for skins. Meaning like if you have collected this rare skin, you can actually put it on the marketplace so other people can sell it. Not only that, they accept Bitcoins. And there's this NFT thing in there, which I think is just absolutely crazy. Uh, There's even a level editor, right? So you can tell there's a lot of work was put into this game to sort of like build around the core concepts of it, uh, which I think is kind of good and bad. Also on that, there's a lot of monetization in there. Of course, it's free to play. Uh, The ads are a little aggressive. I understand that people have got to get paid. Um, what I struggled with was that there's no single purchase to remove ads. You have to just subscribe for three ninety nine a month, which, uh, I mean, I understand the financial realities of game game creation, but uh, it's something I have to get used to. Not a fan right. currently. <laughs> that is definitely, we've gone into the bad points with this. Yeah. And so I just follow up with that bad point and oh, say yes. the monetization loop normally, you know, like we get it. Like, yes, after a couple of levels, don't mind seeing an ad uh kind of have to sit through the ad and then get to the next level but the way that it's done in this game it has like a really weird timing where you end the level you see an ad right away and then you have to sit through 30 minutes of the or 30 seconds of the ad for it to play through or sometimes it feels like a minute uh and then you click on the little itty bitty x that's on the corner of the video to get rid of it and then it goes back to the in-game interface, but then the in-game interface shows a loading screen for the next level, which I felt like 
I was already waiting, and now I have to wait for this in order for it to get through. I think if they just moved that loading screen somewhere in the background, maybe, of while this video was playing, so that I don't have to feel like I'm waiting again after, like, you know, what felt like I was waiting for a minute. That could have felt a little bit better, and that was just, like, one of those things that made me want to stop playing immediately, because um, I just found it annoying. So if you're sensitive yeah. to monetization, maybe... Maybe be aware of this game. The whole NFT thing, uh, it made me really consider like why, what was the motivation of this game? And it reminded me a lot of some of the things that I read around like Garfield and Jim Davis and the reason why he created Garfield was not to like, you know... Entertain the world with a lasagna-loving cat? No, it was to oh. like be able to merchandise something and have a cute face to so he can... Essentially, merchandise the shit out of everything, which is why we have Garfield phones that are still washing ashore in like France or like South Africa or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, with that notion, like I felt with the NFT thing, with the monetization thing, with the marketplace for skins, I almost felt like the motivation for this game wasn't really to bring out this fun and creative game that people can enjoy. It was really like to find an app or a mechanism to try and monetize the hell out of an app. Um, and I just kind of got that feeling with this game, especially because this leads to my last point, negative point, is that uh, there's really no, like, backstory or, like, motivation on, like, why I should care for this rabbit. Like, sure, it's cute, but, like... It's cute. What is, where is it going to? Like, why, why, why is it a king? <laughs> why is it a king? <laughs> why is this king rabbit? Why is it wearing a crown? Like, if I had known even just a little bit, like, I think that could have been a really good incentive for me to actually continue playing or, like, playing through a campaign or something. I don't know. Mm. Like, it just felt I was a little bit lost on on the motivation there. Is the motivation for my rabbit a la king. Sam, what is your final <laughs> seven-day rating for King Rabbit Dash Puzzle? Five out of seven days. Um, I liked it. I think it's a good solid game for, like, you know, puzzle pushing. You can get into it right away. Ultimately... Yep. Um, for me, like the monetization stuff and the motivation kind of really got me down. Um, I didn't actually purchase to remove ads cause I don't think there's a way to purchase the subscribe to remove me. ads. Yeah. Yeah. You have to subscribe. And I felt that's kind of ludicrous for, for a game like this. I don't know. Like I felt like that wasn't the right way. If I can just have like a flat fee to like remove the ads. Great. I would have done that. One ninety nine, two dollars two dollars ninety nine. Sure. But to subscribe, I don't know. That's asking a lot. I'm also a five-day. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed the mix of a puzzle and and action. Yeah, you're right. The ad's a little obnoxious. I can't quite get on the subscribe bandwagon yet. Like Maybe that is just the way things are going to go in future. But I couldn't quite do it for this game. Just on the ads, like I really wish game mobile gaming ads wouldn't show other games. Like, I don't understand the logic there. Like, I'm already playing a game. Why do I want... Why am I interested <laughs> in playing another game? I don't know. Like, I feel like there's just an opportunity there to show a different kind of ad rather than just mobile stupid puzzle games. Like, <laughs> pull the pin so that the lava flows into the gold and the bear is going to be prevented from getting... I don't know. Like, I feel like... I've seen the same five ads over and over again. Um, 
And I can sure use a refresh. Prison Escape one is kind of amusing. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. All right. Uh, Sam, that means the next game selection falls to you. So what do you got? All right, Edwin. Uh, Have you heard of a game called League of Legends? What do you that know about League of Legends? <laughs> Damn it, I knew this was going to be a follow-up. Um, League of Legends. It's not Rocket League of Legends, right? No, that is, yeah. <laughs> okay, good, because that's just a different name. Um, okay, I actually don't know. I think every I feel like in my mind, every game is Overwatch. Uh, right. But it's not. No, Sam, no, I have, don't really know what League of Legends is, no. So League of Legends is a... Uh, MOBA game. It's one thing I can guarantee is that you're going to drop some knowledge on me each episode, which I appreciate you for. <laughs> what the hell is a MOBA game? Oh, MOBA means something. I don't remember what it means, but it's a type of game where you're in charge of one character and it's a team-based game where you have to play against another team. Oh, okay. Um, and League of Legends is probably the most popular type of MOBA game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's gotten so big that the prize pools for League of Legends tournaments has reached about $8 million. Holy heck. Per tournament, which is crazy. And they have like this huge invitational. Where does the money come big. from? I don't, anyway, yeah, okay. Advertisers. It's, it's a big esports uh, game, right? So people love to watch it because it's like a top-down view of the whole arena and you can see what's happening. And there are characters with like different powers that you can play. That's, you know, you specialize in different roles in the team. So like one guy can be uh, the person who heals other players. The other person is more of like a solo player and does damage, right? So has to like come in from the side and like attacks when people aren't looking, you know? And so there are like certain roles that you can play and it's very team based. (laughs) Right. The the sneaky one. (laughs) Stab, stab, stab. Yes. Um, And then vanish. And run away. Exactly. So now League of Legends has a new mobile game called League of Legends Wild Rift. Uh-oh. I mean, ooh, how <laughs> in- interesting. <laughs> Wild Rift. Edwin, you have seven days to play League oh, wow. of Legends Wild Rift. Team up in 5v5 MOBA combat. Well, yeah. You might have to create an account. I'm sorry, Edwin. That's okay. I'm here for the full and complete experience for League of Legends. Okay. Wow. Do you, does it support? Is it cross-platform play? Do you know? Or I guess we'll um, find out. I believe there is some cross-platform play, but I don't know if Wild Rift will work with regular League of Legends. I think Wild Rift is just for Wild Rift. So, Edwin, you have seven days to play League of Legends Wild Rift. But before we go, Edwin. Do you have a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. Now, Sam, much like you, I imagine, uh, you spend a lot of time with the headphones upon your head. Um, I have these Audio-Technica ones, which I quite like. I've had them for three or four years, and while they still sound lovely, the ear pads are getting, well, gross, and not from my own disgusting ear sweat i'm let me let me note uh but just the uh fake leather the pleather is uh, the deteriorating pleather. flaking off giving me unsightly flakes it was a little bit <laughs> i mean it was concerning when i didn't realize it was happening and i would i don't know like itch my ear and i suddenly have like black stuff on my hand I'm like what the <laughs> f- is this 
Uh, but it turns out, nope, just the ear pads. Uh, the fake leather is just turning to dust and crumbling. Uh, yeah. But you can buy replacements. And my thing of the week this week is wickedcushions.com. Wicked cushions. They are cushions for your ear. Uh, they for, support most popular brands of over-the-ear headphones. Uh, and I have replaced them uh, with some e- these ear cushions from Wicked Cushions. And I'm impressed. They Wow. Not only do they just not flake, which is you know a baseline for, a, for an upgrade. They actually feel a lot better. Um, mm. My ears would get a little compressed and sweaty <laughs> which is sure. also my gaming style uh but uh yeah the, these these fit nicely they're light uh they come in a camouflage option which of course i chose because i'm a doofus but uh yeah it's nice check them out uh for 20 dollars. that just has improved my headphoning right i was uh, wondering how you're able to listen to this conversation because you know i wasn't able to see anything <laughs> okay. on your ears okay <laughs> But yeah, they look really snazzy. Like I like the the little texture that the camouflage provides. Yeah. It's a whole new headphone. It is uh, easy to fit as well. Like they they come with clear instructions on how to uh, fit them. Uh, nice. Yeah, check them out. Uh, wickedcushions.com. Are there different kinds of cushions that you can choose from? Like meaning, mm. like the material inside, or are they all the same internal cushioning? I believe there is a standard, I, yeah. Mm. But maybe there are some fancy memory foam ones or not. The, the ones I don't have are not memory foam. They're just regular forgetful foam. <laughs> but it works fine. I like them. Gotcha. Yeah, they look really cool. And there are lots of like different designs that you can choose from. Ooh, very nice. Definitely check it out whenever I need to replace my flaking platter. <laughs> That's a good indie <laughs> game company name, isn't it? Add it to the list. <laughs> we bring you Chicken a la King from Flaking Pleather. Edwin, my thing of the week is yeah. gaming related. Um, wow. Apple Arcade has now included over 180 games on their catalog. 180 games, you say? Gosh, that's a lot. 180 games. That's too many. That would Our 180th episode is coming up soon. Mm. And it has taken us three years so (laughs) that's a lot of content that uh apple arcade is releasing yeah and you know there are some really big standout games so i feel like they took a collection of really popular really popular games that were on just a regular app store but created apple arcade versions of them like games like uh threes games like cut the rope um, you know, stuff like really bad chess from Zach Gage. There are like about five different Zach Gage games that have been made into Apple Arcade versions. Uh, and oh, they've named them like really bad chess plus. Right. And so cut the rope is now cut the rope remastered. Um, and then you have games like backgammon, but like they chose the best backgammon game that was available on the Apple app store. But now they have like a Apple Arcade version, but not only that, Edwin, they brought in some like really cool games. So, Stuff like NBA 2K1 Arcade Edition, which is oh interesting, which would look really great on your phone and on your television. Stuff like Star Trek Legends, and even made like some original games, like um, you know Final Fantasy, right? Uh, v- yeah, vaguely. Final Fantasy <laughs> is probably <laughs> like Quiz Edwin on his knowledge of games. <laughs> one of the most to play. <laughs> one of the most popular JRPG series. The creator from Final Fantasy, Hironobu Sakaguchi, a.k.a. The Gooch, 
uh, created a different company after he left Square Enix uh, called Mistwalker. And they have a game for exclusive for the Apple Arcade called Fantasian, which seems to be like a JRPG type game. Uh, and then another exclusive is like, uh, what is it? There's like another big one. Let me look at it. Uh, We're so deep into the topic right now, you could say any words. And I would say, <laughs> hmm, yes, Sam, that sounds, that sounds right. <laughs> right, but there, it's, have a look at the list. It's crazy. There's like 108 games. Like, I think this is like a really good offering from Apple Arcade. You know, and you can play it on your iPad. You can play it on your Apple, Apple TV. TV. That's interesting to me. So, yeah, lots to choose from. Um, that is my thing of the week. And that is our show. Join us in seven days when we have played... League of Legends. Oh, boy. Wild Rift. Oh, boy. Sam, can we team up? Is that something that we could do? Yes, we can team up. I've been looking for an excuse to play some games together. Right. The good thing about uh, League of Legends is that we don't necessarily have to play another team of randos. We can actually play together against the computer, against Uh, the AI. And it's actually quite nice. Um, So, yeah. Maybe maybe we'll record that or something. We'll mm, see. We are content creators. <laughs> uh, if you want to tweet us uh, some game suggestions, you can by finding us on Twitter at Seven Days to Play, and find us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast at Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play. Seven days to play.